This is Brian Finale, and you're listening to the My Lead System Pro Podcast. The podcast for entrepreneurs who want to grow, get better, and rewire your mind for success so you can build the business of your dreams. And now, it's time to dig deep with an MLSP industry top earner. Let's rock. Welcome to another episode of the Marby System Pro Wake Up Call podcast, and we have another amazing leader with us today. Erin Birch is uh, free. She's free, y'all. I love this gal's story. I really do. And uh, she got started in this business, single mom, couple kids at home, not knowing what the hell to do like many of us, right? She couldn't copy and paste. She was a business owner herself working, I don't know, 60, 80 hours a week traveling around town trying to sell the jewelry that she made uh, you know, on the weekends at trade shows. And she... Had he was making like less than two grand a month, Canadian, had zero money, right? None of that mattered. As a single mom with two kids, like you got to imagine there had to be some doubt and fear and uncertainty. And in her words, it was either like go bag groceries down at the local mart or figure something out, get super uncomfortable and go all in with this some type of shit, you know, home business, make money for I shouldn't know what the hell she was doing. Thankfully, she chose the latter because. Now, I mean, gosh, she leads our level one workshop with us. She's one of our top affiliates, multiple revenue streams. She's a you know, top earner in her specific primary network marketing company, and she's doing it, man. A testament to what is possible. Like on paper, what she's done is like wild and crazy, and you wouldn't bet on that, right? But none of that matters, man. She saw it. She would not be denied, and she never quit. And now today, yes, she's free. So please help me welcome an L5 leader here who gives so much to this community, and we're just, it's a blessing to have her in this tribe. Miss Erin Birch, good morning, my friend. Welcome to the wake-up call. Good morning. Happy to be here, Brian. I said thank you for filling in for me. Much love. Thank you, thank you, thank you. My pleasure. Family is important. Exactly. This is why we do what we do, so that we have more time to do the things we love, spend more time with the people we love. It's why we do this. Absolutely. All right, guys, let's dive in. Today I want to talk about writing, writing. This is going to carry over, though, in everything you do in your business, meaning everything you write, your posts, your emails, all of it. This is even going to carry over to your videos, to your sales pages, your funnels, and even your conversations, okay? So I hope you have a pen and paper. I've got more than 10 killer tips for you. I've got a few extras, little bonus, little bonus for you. So first thing to remember when you're writing anything, this is not English class. You don't have your English teacher or your English prof reading over what you've written and marking it. Okay, it is, you're not writing for your English teacher. You are writing for your audience. You are writing for your tribe. You are speaking to your tribe. Okay, so first thing you want to do is download the app Grammarly. Grammar with an L-Y on the end. This will correct your grammar because bad grammar makes it hard to read, hard for people to read. You remember the, the old example, let's eat grandma, right? No punctuation in that sentence. Let's eat grandma, as opposed to let's eat, comma, grandma. 
So that would read as, let's eat, grandma, rather than, let's eat grandma. Right? Download the app Grammarly. Oh, my gosh, my grammar is terrible. It's a blessing having an app that corrects your grammar for you, makes everything you do more easy to read for your people. Okay? Next one, be easy to read. Before we read something, we assess it, right? We're asking ourselves these questions. Is this going to be worth my energy? Is this going to be worth my time? Is it going to be easy to read? Is it set up so that it's easy to read? Are they short, punchy sentences or are they long, drawn-out sentences? People are also asking, what's in it for me? They're asking themselves these questions before they decide to spend their precious time engaging with your content. Be easy to read and you'll be easy to live. So if you're writing, say, a Facebook post or email, whatever, have a lot of white space. Remember, it's not English class. You don't have, that, have to have that perfectly crafted paragraph. Every time it's a – this is the way I think of it. Any time it's even slightly a new thought, new paragraph. So if your post is, consists of, say, 10 sentences, that's probably going to be at least five paragraphs. Lots of white spaces. Even use emojis to inject emotion and to kind of break things up a little bit. It also adds interest, okay? So not just one paragraph. Do not write one long, drawn-out paragraph. Break it up into several paragraphs. Lots of white space. Okay? Next one, headline or hook. This is the first sentence in your email, in your post, in a video, right? The sentence or Subject line is going to determine if someone decides to continue reading. The first sentence out of your mouth when you do video is going to help someone decide if they're going to spend their, their precious time that they can never get back to listening to you. If that first sentence doesn't hook them snag their attention, they will keep scrolling or close the email or what have you, and you've lost them. That means these people are not going to hear your call to action. And isn't that the point? That's a very big point of why you're doing the post or email in the first place. So that is why the first sentence to anything is called the hook. Okay? You have five seconds to grab people's attention. Five seconds. So what you say, the first sentence out of your mouth or written has got to evoke curiosity or hit on some pain so that people go, oh my God, I got to read this or I have to listen to this. This could change my life. All right. Next one, clarity. This is a big one, so pay attention to this one. What are you saying? What is it 
that you want understood. You must write so that it's easy to understand. So I read a lot of people's posts and I'm like, I don't even know what they're saying. What are they getting at? People will not read between the lines. Okay, your audience is not, they're not psychic. That's why you must be specific. No one's going to read your post and then message you and go, what were you actually trying to say there? I'm curious, but I didn't really get it. No one's going to spend the time doing that. If they don't get it the first time they read it, they will keep scrolling and you've lost them, right? So be specific. So I had a conversation with a gal who joined my team, and she's going on a weight loss journey, this whole personal transformation journey. It's beautiful. So she did a post, and she said, you know, I'm on a personal transformation journey. Do you want to join me? So what I asked her, if, what I asked her is, are people really, really clear on what kind of journey she is on? What kind of transformation she is going to experience on her journey? Because people need to see what's in it for them, right? So if it's a weight loss journey, you got to say that. I'm on a personal transformation journey. I am going to lose weight, get my confidence back, get my sexy back, get my health back. Who wants to join me? That's more specific, isn't it? Now when people are reading those things, they're going, I want that for myself. I want that for myself. I want that for myself. Now when you say, who wants to join me, people see what's in it for them. Be specific. Don't be so obscure. This is one issue I had. I remember this clearly. When I came into MLSB and I started learning about attraction marketing, I kind of felt like I can't say much. But really, the only thing you shouldn't be saying is your network marketing company name or specific product names because you want to be the giver of that information. So I kind of felt like, well, I'm not really allowed to say anything. Not true. Those are the only things you're kind of not, you shouldn't be saying. People need to read what you've said or what you're saying and understand perfectly right from the get-go what you're trying to express. Don't expect them to spend mental energy figuring it out. Make it easy on your audience. All right? So you almost want to write like really simple sentences, not long, drawn-out sentences, but short, punchy, direct sentences, almost like bullet points. Write that one down. You're almost writing in bullet points. Makes it very easy for people to read. You're being more direct that way, and they get it. Okay? If I have to read a sentence two, three times, I'm not going to continue. It's, too, it's using up too much energy. I'm going to keep scrolling. All right? I guarantee that's what everyone's doing. It's social media. So next one, don't feel you need to sound poetic in your writing. Okay? This isn't poetry class. It's social media marketing. 
So really flower, I call it flowery, flowerly, flowery, flowery. Try to say that 10 times in a row. Flowery language, right? Sounding really poetic because it's not the way people speak. You want to write the way people speak. So don't spend all this extra time trying to make it sound like you're a poet. Don't do it. It's a waste of time. Next one, don't sound over academic. So school teaches us to use complex and clever language. But online, personality will win every single time. You want to treat your writing or what you say in a video like a conversation with a friend. Okay? When you're writing your post or email, you are communicating with a friend. So read what you've written before you click post or before you send that email. Delete anything you wouldn't say in person. If you don't use big words, don't use big words in your, in, in your writing. The big flowery intellectual words are really not necessary. They're going to stump people. If people can't understand what you're saying, they're not going to read it. Simple language will win every time. I was taking a copywriting course from, from a gentleman, and he was saying, dumb your language down. He says, most people will write at a level like a difficulty level at about a seven. And when he tells them to dumb it down, they'll dumb it down to a two but you want to dumb it down to a zero. I always say if a four-year-old can read each sentence and perfectly understand what you're trying to say, then you're good. If a four-year-old can't understand it, dumb it down. Next one, saying too much. So again, this comes from our school days in English class. You know, school would punish us. We always, first thing, when we knew we had to do a book report or a report on something or what have you, we would always ask, how many words does it have to be? Oh, God, how many words does this have to be? Right? And then you would, you know, if you, if you wrote your thing out, let's say you were told it has to be a 1,000 words. You write it out and you're like, shoot, I'm at 350 words. Now I have to extrapolate on everything I've written and extend it to a thousand words. It's the opposite on social media. Saying too much unnecessary stuff, you're going to lose the attention of your reader. So say what needs to be said and no more. I was actually studying this a couple days ago, and I think it was Stephen King that said, um, drop the adverbs. Instead of saying something like, this is really very important. Just say, this is important. Drop the extra words. When I read that, I'm like, oh my God, I think I'm putting too many extra words in. So I'm going to start paying attention to that one. Say only what needs to be said. And here's the thing too. I really learned this when I started doing video. I don't chit-chat a lot when I do videos or trainings. I kind of give the meat and potatoes. I don't chit-chat a lot about extra fluffy things. And I had people start messaging me saying, 
I like watching your videos. You get to the point. You give the meat and potatoes. That's it. So when you write something, go through it before you post it or send it and reduce your word count by 30%. Take out any unnecessary words or sentences. Next one, speak with confidence and strength. Speak boldly. Speak directly. I don't mean speak arrogantly, but speak boldly rather than sounding apologetic. Have you ever watched someone's video or written, read their post or whatever, and they almost sound like they're apologizing by offering you something? Their call to action sounds a bit like an apology. Oh, I don't know if this is the right thing for you, but... Right? You're not persuading anyone to check out your thing if you're not sounding like it's the best thing on the planet, like you know it could help them. So do not sound apologetic. Speak with confidence and strength. Right? That is posture. You've got to, in, in, you've got to put posture into everything that you do, whether you're speaking or writing. Next one, write to one person. This is a kind of a hard habit to break because let's say you're doing video and you're kind of imagining talking to a bunch of people. So you say something like, hey guys, now that's speaking to your entire audience. People want to feel special. So you're, you're writing or speaking to one person, your perfect avatar. So this means you want to start to, like, instead of, hey, friend, it's, hey, friend, or you're using the word you, not everyone, you're using the word you. This might be important information for you, right? Use words that your perfect avatar would use. So this is another one. Use the words or phrases that your perfect avatar uses. Speak their language. This makes them feel like you are specifically talking to them. Do you understand the power, the influence, the persuasion you have with someone when they are thinking, oh my God, she wrote this post or he wrote this post specifically for me today? Oh my God, he or she did this video specifically for me. It's exactly what I needed to hear today. It spoke right to my heart. Oh my God, what kind of connection does that create with your audience when they feel you're speaking specifically to them? You know you've written a good email when the person writes you back and they think you wrote that just for them. Next one. Don't use words that only people in your company know. Nobody knows what a double black unicorn shiny diamond is. That rank. It means nothing to anyone outside of that company. Right? Or industry-specific words to a particular product or what have you. So I see a lot of people do this when they're talking about their product. It's a neurotransdominal 
whatever. No one knows what that means. I don't think most people even know what neuro means to do with the brain, right? So, for example, if you're selling a product that helps with gut health, the microbiome, most people don't know what the microbiome is, but they get what the gut is. They understand what the gut is. So if you really want to use the word microbiome, I would say your microbiome slash gut health. That's what I do. I even define the word lead. You know, generate leads slash people to talk to about your business. Because I didn't know what the word lead meant when I came into MLSB. I had no idea. I didn't even know what MLM stood for until I'd been in one for six months. You feel me on this? Don't use words that are specific to your company or more industry, industry or product-specific words. Dumb it down. This will help with your brain instead of it's a neurotrans whatever, whatever, whatever. Boom. Next one, this is really important. Add emotion to everything you produce. Add emotion. If you're not triggering people to take action, they won't. And people will only take action. They will only pull out their credit card and buy when their emotions are involved. Or why would they? Why would they? So this is where you're going to identify a problem and offer the solution. You're bringing up a pain point. You agitate that pain point, And then you offer the solution. Now, they're emotionally involved because they're like, oh my God, I have that pain. And it is human nature. People will put in 10 times the effort to get rid of pain than to seek pleasure. So now you're talking about my pain. I'm triggered. Oh my God, I don't like this pain. I want this out of my life. Oh my, you have the solution for me? Okay, I need that. I want that. I need information on that. But, If you're just talking about the details of your product and not the pain that it solves, then I'm not interested because I don't care if it's patented and it's in 42 countries and it took them 15 years to develop. Those are details. They're not triggering any emotion in me. But when you've identified the pain that I have and offered me a solution, now I want it. So you talk benefits and not details. The details aren't turning anyone on to want what you have. So this goes for your products, your business opportunity, MLSP, your coaching, your course, your PDF. It does not matter. You're identifying the problem, you agitate the problem, and then you offer the solution. Rather than talking benefits. Because remember, people always want to know what's in it for them. If I don't see anything in it specifically for me, you've lost my attention. And I am not willing to pull out my credit card and buy something I don't think I need. So when you're, share, when you're talking about the details, right, people are going, I don't need that. I don't, I don't need something because it's patented or took 23 years to to produce. 
But when you're stirring up a pain I have in my life and you're showing me you got the solution, now I can validate pulling out my credit card and buying. Do you see how important it is to validate to people why they need something? This will make it less painless for them to pull out their credit card and buy. Okay? So I'm going to quickly go over all of them. I hope you wrote those down. Maybe I can even share my notes in the group. Make sure anything you do is easy to read, easy to understand, or people will not spend their precious time and energy listening to you. Okay? A lot of white space in your paragraphs. I, I look at, this is me. I don't know if this is you, but this is me. Remember the Sunday comics or comic books? If the little you know, speech bubble had too many words in it, I'm not reading it. I would cruise through the comics and find the comics with less, less words. Now, that may not be everyone, but it's most people, and more so nowadays. More paragraphs, more white space, make it easy for people to read. Hook or headline. The first sentence out of your mouth in a video, the first sentence in your post, the subject line in your email, and the first sentence in your email has got to hook people's attention. That means you're using curiosity and you're using pain or you lose them. you got five seconds. Clarity. What are you trying to say? Can people figure out what you're trying to say easily and effortlessly? Do they have to read a sentence two times, three times? If they do, you've lost them. They are not psychic. Be specific. Short, punchy, almost bullet point sentences. Also, vary your sentence length. It creates flow in your writing. Every sentence does not have to be 30 words. So, don't feel you have to sound like a poet or this amazing writer. And right now, if you've you've thought at any point during this call, I suck at writing. Guess what? I sucked at writing. Or I thought I did because I I sucked in English class. (laughs) It doesn't mean I'm a bad writer. Honest to God, I got C-minuses in English class all through But then when it comes to social media writing and emails, I love it. I've improved my writing skills over time because I study this stuff and I take action every single day. So yes, I've gotten better, but I've discovered I love it because I look at it completely different. I'm writing on social media for my tribe, not my English teacher. Next one, don't sound over-academic. You don't have to use these big fancy words that very few people understand. It's not making you look smarter because it makes it hard for people to read. Use the language that your target audience uses. This isn't school or English class. This is social media, right? Online personality wins. You're talking to your friends. When I made this connection, it changed everything for me, especially when it came to email writing. When I realized I didn't have to be all stiff and formal with my emails, I could just write to my friends, it changed everything. 
I, en- I started really enjoying writing, right? You're writing to your friends. Next one, saying too much. Take out any sentences, any words that are absolutely not necessary. Again, it's not English class. Before you post or send that email, reduce your word count by 30%. Next, speak with confidence and strength. Speak boldly. Speak directly, not arrogantly, but clearly, directly. Speak to people. You want to speak with people. If you've been to Level 1 Workshop, you've heard me say that. You want to speak with your audience, not at them, but you want to speak directly, succinctly, and boldly. Okay? But still, you're still speaking for a friend. To a friend. I'm direct with my friends. It's the way I speak. And it gets your point across more easily. Okay? Next one, you're writing to one person. This means you're using the word you more often than everyone, right? Or you're saying friend, hey friend, instead of hey friends. This way people think you're speaking directly to them. They pay attention. They listen. It's actually almost like a hypnotic thing you're doing. You can put people in a bit of a hypnotic trance when you speak directly to them. They get drawn in. This means you have more persuasion, more influence. Right? So you're speaking to your one perfect avatar. And then you want to use words that your perfect avatar uses. Same language. Meet them where they're at. This makes them feel like you are speaking directly to them. Don't use words only people in your company know. Or product specific words that people don't understand. This means you're not using the technical science words. Dumb it down. Dumb it down. Add emotion to <clears throat> pardon me to everything you do. You want to trigger people to take action. They're only going to be triggered when they're feeling emotion. This is why you talk about pain in marketing. You're identifying a pain point and you're offering a solution. This makes people validate in their own minds why they should pull out their credit card and buy. And you're talking about the benefits and the benefits of the benefits rather than the details. Details don't trigger any emotion. They don't trigger any pain. No one's going to pull out their credit card and spend money because of the details. It's because they've realized your thing could help them alleviate some pain. Okay, so that was a lot. So I hope you got a chance to write a lot of those notes down. I hope this helps you with your writing. I hope it helps you enjoy writing your emails, your posts, doing videos more. You're speaking to your friends. You are speaking to your friends. You're identifying what your friends need and you're offering solutions. You're sharing yourself. Right? Boom. Hope you got some value from this call today. And I will see you over on the MLSP fan page in just a couple of minutes. You have been listening to the My Lead System Pro Podcast with Brian Finale and the MLSP Leaders. 
to learn how MSP can help you get more leads and make more money in your business starting today, visit www.mlsp.com and take your risk-free test drive. MLSP.com. That's MLSP.com, creating tomorrow's leaders today.